the Names Pod, Banter Pod, and today we're going to do a BMC on a Bond movie that actually doubles as a sports movie, that that is, if poker is a sport, and that is if Bond movies were aired on ESPN The Ocho at 2am, which this might be if it were a sports movie, but it's a Bond movie, and it's Casino Royale. I think my voice just changed throughout that intro, but here we go. It's getting deeper and more sinister. Raspy, Wes. That was, that was very super raspy. raspy. Are you Anybody okay? is. I don't know. I need some water. You need to hydrate. I need to hydrate. Uh, yeah. If anybody is still with us after that really, really raspy intro, thank you for joining. We were really just trying to weed out the um, the haters and, and fake fans <laughs> uh, to get to the cream of the crop here for this Bond movie, Casino Royale. I had never seen it before, Wes. Had you? What? I really had. Yeah, of course. I'd seen it multiple times. Oh wow! I had never seen it before. I had only seen two Bond movies in my life, uh, and now I've seen three. Really? Yeah, Was and they're all Spectre and Sky- Spectre and Skyfall. Yes, or? yes. And I think it's interesting that I've seen Skyfall. I saw Skyfall first, and so many people think Skyfall is the best Bond movie ever. I'm finding out a lot of people yeah, think of that. People. Yeah. I, I mean, yeah. And we'll get to my opinions on Casino Royale here by the end of this thing. Um, or by the middle of this thing, or by the beginning of this thing, because that's what we do on BMCs. But uh, yeah, it was it was interesting. It was fun. It's about poker, casinos, Montenegro, Venice, women, women. It's always about women. I didn't realize how much of a thing Bond women is, uh, but until really? I until I typed in ranking all the Bond movies, and then the next suggested thing was oh, Bond no. women ranking no. all the Bond women. I didn't click on it, no. Wes. I don't support objectifying women. Just so people know, I do not. But it's a thing uh, in Bond movies. So anyway, I'm gonna I'm gonna get into some some production details on this. I uh, did some okay. research, and as you always do, as I typically do for a movie, especially ones that I don't really know much about. Casino Royale is the 21st Bond film, and it is the like the 21st since. Sean Connery's Dr. No launched the movie franchise back in 1962. Wes, were you born back in 1962? No, but my hairline was. <laughs> That's funny, even though it doesn't make sense, but I like it. It is the first film to star Daniel Craig as the title character after uh, Pierce Brosnan nearly killed the franchise with the um, the movies The World Is Not Enough and Die Another Day. Um, were both very poorly received. It was the he had, also, a couple other, he, had, he had a couple others, though. Yeah, he had like four Those or five, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. And, and I think the first couple were all right. But Pierce Brosnan movies were very, like, silly, weren't they? That's what I've heard. I don't know. I, I had seen – I watched one Pierce Brosnan Bond movie, and I was like, this is nothing compared to Daniel Craig. I don't know which <laughs> one it was. So. Well, it's interesting uh, that it was announced in 
2005 that Daniel Craig had been cast as the new 007 and drew a lot of criticism because people thought he was too burly and brutish, uh, not not suave or clean cut enough to well, play the role. Definitely suave enough. Yeah, I mean when they when you see him in the suit in Casino Royale, you can tell that he it does work. It works. Um, this this film was also the first film to be produced by columbia pictures as well as eon productions eon productions is the typical production studio for the bond movies but they also enlisted the help of columbia pictures um which is owned by paramount i believe um i don't know if it was at the time but it is now for sure and the other actors that were being considered aside from daniel craig uh, lots of them but they a lot of names that i don't know because i don't delve that deep into the the british acting realm but uh, Henry Cavill uh, or Cavill I think it's most people say Cavill I, think, I don't know I, I say Cavill Cavill uh, he was 22 years old at the time and they considered him but then ultimately were like ah, that's too young for Bond and then they went with somebody that was like 25 years older than that um, yeah and also uh, Sam Worthington you remember that name I know the name what's he in Avatar he's the main, main character the bl- in Blue People Avatar James Cameron, oh. main character, Jake Sully. Uh, and also, Ewan McGregor was given a, uh, a screen test wow. as well for Bond. Wow. So, You know who it should have been, Perry? Who? Actually, the only person I can think of who would have done a better job. Wes, Tom Holland was only like seven at this point. So. Nope. Nope. Okay. Nope, Perry. <laughs> Nicolas Cage. Nicolas Cage. <laughs> can you imagine Nicolas Cage being james bond and using a british accent for five movies <laughs> oh my goodness uh i think that's kind of a thing though is that they never cast anyone who's not actually british right which is why i think it'd be hilarious <laughs> that would be funny and it'd be yeah. like abusive to like bond culture and nicholas cage is you mean oscar winner i Nicolas i cage. T- by technicality i am referring to that man you understand he has just as many oscars as leonardo dicaprio i do i do understand that i also know that leonardo dicaprio has stolen exactly zero declarations of independence which makes him significantly less worthy agreed um but wes though the film Casino Royale was set in Montenegro, a lot, a lot of it was at least. None of it was actually shot there. It was primarily shot in Prague Yep. with additional filming in the Bahamas, in Nassau, and Paradise Island, which I've actually been to, by the way. Uh, wow. So that was cool. And Venice, which I've also been to. Super cool. Um, and then the UK. Never been there, but a lot of it, some, some scenes shot in, in different places in the UK. Um, but at the time, it was the highest grossing Bond film and one of the best received critically... Uh, by by the fan or by the critics and by the fans, um, most people loved how they went away from the silliness that had plagued Bond films in recent years and went for a more intense reinvention, with a more physically vulnerable Bond character. That he is he is not invincible. I mean, he is clearly kinda. He kinda. Is. I mean, he almost dies. He gets cha- like he loses. He almost dies he, in every movie. He, I mean, he's he's a little bit more vulnerable. I feel like in this movie, although I haven't seen the other one, so I can't really speak. But I, you know, like, yeah, maybe we'll have to ask Nathan on that when we have him on to do a little deeper dive into some Bond stuff um, in a couple weeks, hopefully. But yeah, I mean, that's that's what I got for production details. Uh, it made 
just over 600 million worldwide. So not bad, not bad, not elite, uh, not billion. No, but not I mean the Bond films were billion, but no, but like the Bond films were bad before then. So true. like, yeah. So, Wes, would you like to uh, give us a little recap in Wes's words of Casino Royale? I can do my best. I'm really excited for this. All right. The screen comes on. It's black and white. Oh, is this an original James Bond film? Wait, just kidding. Even those were in color. Some bad guy who remains nameless, I believe, or at least I don't remember, comes in, looks for a gun. James Bond has already stolen the cartridge out of his gun. Why? Because he's James Bond. Also, that's not James Bond. That's not Pierce Brosnan. The audience exclaims, thank goodness. <laughs> and thus begins our adventure with the new James Bond. Uh, wow. How did I forget? Why am I blinking on his name right now? Daniel Craig. Daniel Craig. I could only think of Pierce Brosnan because I wanted to make fun of him. <laughs> anyway. Um, brought, to then, you, brought to you by Wrangler Jeans. Yes, and then we start to move forward, and, like, Bond is given a mission, but apparently James Bond has just now been um, promoted to 00 status, which is very confusing, because this is the 20th-something Bond film, but apparently every Bond film is a new universe of Bond films, mm. and we just keep making them, mm. which is fine, but now we're like, oh, this is a new Bond film, but... Now all the other ones are irrelevant. Okay. And he gets given this thing. We get shown a villain who is not attractive in the slightest and is also an evil wizard in a Marvel movie in a couple years later. Then there's some fight scenes. Um, We chase a man through a construction zone, a never-ending construction zone, let me add, Hmm. um, who has burns all over his face. And James Bond blows up a military embassy, which is, I'm sure, great for public relations. Um, just to get a cell phone with the word ellipsis on it that we never really learn what ellipsis means except it's a password a couple of times. True. Um, every once in a while, there's a bomb. Every once in a while, there's... every. I Actually, I think everyone in this series is a terrorist. Um, yeah, I think everyone is a terrorist because around every corner, we're thwarting a terrorist of some kind. If you think they might be bad, they're definitely a terrorist, James yes. Bond. Um, Fast forward a little bit and James Bond is trying to swindle some money by using money from the United Kingdom Treasury, where we meet our Bond girl of the year, um, whatever her name was. Oh, the the first one or the second one? Who's the first one? The one that dies. Vesper? No, the one that di- the one that dies is like Salma Hayek or something. Uh, oh, because they're having their know. little romance thing, and he's like, "I'm only interested in married women." And then the one with the money is the real Bond girl. Oh, that's right. So Vesper, anyway, she's the real Bond girl with the money. Okay. Um, she works for the Treasury, which I've never known anyone that's ever worked for a Treasury, so that that's that was a new thing. Mm. Um, and they kind of work together, and she's like, "You're gonna go play this poker game." with this guy that's going to be an evil wizard in a couple years. Um, <laughs> and by in, the way, it's, by the way, it's worth hundreds of millions of dollars. And if he wins, he's going to fund terrorism with it, which means if you lose, 
the United Kingdom government has literally funded terrorism. So that's exciting and not high pressure at all. Um, also, this poker match starts like halfway through the movie and then literally goes until almost the end. I am not sure how many days long this poker match lasted, but it had to be several. And I don't understand how that happens. Um, we see James Bond lose multiple times before just deciding to buy back in so that he can once again probably lose but he ends up not losing fact check he James- only loses he only actually goes like buys it back in once he only loses right but like he had lost several you have to lose several hands up to that point sure 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 <laughs> yep anyway and then he gets poisoned out of nowhere kind of forget who put it in i think it was the evil wizard's wife who yes. um someone threatened to cut her arm off with a machete at one point that was a thrill and then the treasury girl's all weepy because she watched James Bond kill some people. And he's like, honey, you got to get over this. And then he wins the poker match, gets the money. And then evil wizard man um, is like, I need to have that money. Da, 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 and send some people after her. And she caves because apparently they have her boyfriend, which why does she have a boyfriend when she's all up in James Bond's business? I would like to know. And the guy that they thought was their friend was not actually their friend and, like, turned them in to the bad guy. And then there's some fight scenes. Uh, They're running after a suitcase full of money or something. Actually, I think it's actually a computer, if I'm being honest. I'm not actually sure. Because the, the evil wizard man needs the money to fund terrorism, and the terrorists are mad at him for not having any money. Mm-hmm. And then James Bond... Beats up a lot of people, which is so fun to watch. And the treasury girl ends up drowning in an elevator. And I'm assuming he finds his next woman roughly 15 minutes after the screen goes dark. <laughs> yeah. The end. No, I mean, well done. It is it is kind of a convoluted plot structure. I don't know. Uh, like, okay, it's a two-hour movie that also has a 30-minute uh, literally, it's 30-minute uh, poker game. And so if you're doing math at home, it's about a two-and-a-half-hour movie. Um, yeah. So that's something to know uh, that I didn't I didn't know how much poker is actually played in the movie. Um, but, I mean, it is Casino Royale, so maybe I should have known. Um, yeah, there is – I don't know. For me, Wes, I, I'm just going to come clean and say I didn't love it as much as I thought I might – I've heard it being. I've heard that it is one of the best Bond movies, um, and I love the action. I love Daniel Craig, but like, I don't really get a lot of the stuff that goes on. Like, who's the real bad guy? Okay, so we've got, we've got this dorky-looking bad guy played by um, Mads Mikkelsen, uh, yes. and he is the he is like playing against him in the poker game and he also tries to kill him multiple times and then torture him and he does some weird things while um daniel craig uh, while bond is sitting naked on a chair that they cut the uh the the bottom out of um yeah it was that was uncomfortable but uh did you cringe at all while watching that scene, Wes? I cringed every time. Which scene? When Which he's, one? When he's sitting naked on the chair with the bottom cut out of it. Oh, I, I like, weeped. Like, I, I'm pretty sure I had, 
like some tears. It's a new form of torture that I did not, I did not envision. But did you not get like? I did not, did you not to start like. Did you not get some like manly pride, whenever James Bond was like just started like cheering for it? <laughs> he was Basically, like, he was like to the right, to the right. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> That just proves uh, that James Bond has a pair larger than any man ever existed. Um, I mean, yeah, and but I think just in general, like I had trouble following, like what is the actual antagonist here? So like he's trying to win the money. From, terrorism, terrorism is the antagonist. Poker guy, yeah, terrorism. But then there's somebody behind, like he's trying to get the money to somebody else. The, somebody else is like an invisible face, basically, who has minions. I feel like, am I wrong about this? That the that the people that Mads Mikkelsen's character is trying to get the money for is just bad guys with no so, idea who the boss is. No, It's just terrorism, right? I think he owed money to terrorists for something. I don't really know how that right. works because I'm not a terrorist. So they're big bad. Um, and then supplementary bad is Mads there's Mikkelsen. There's always a bigger fish. Yeah. There's always a bigger fish. But then at the end, when Mikkelsen is dead... Uh, then you've still got bad because now girl uh turns basically double crosses it looks like a double cross but really she's trying to save her boyfriend even though she does love bond she's agreed to give all the money to the terrorists now right because they have her boyfriend yeah and which we never meet (laughs) which we never meet so she's giving money to the terrorists but then she dies right and she Dies after double crossing, but also not like she's. It's like, oh, you feel bad for her. She's like not really double crossing. Like she's double crossing out of necessity, you know. Yeah. Um, I'm wondering. So is is Skyfall what came after this? No, there's another one after this, right? Looks like I got Casino Royale 2006, Quantum, Quantum, Quantum Solace. of Solace, Quantum which of Solace. I, I have I have not seen that one. I don't think. I wonder if those two are more connected, um, and maybe we get to see the big bad there. I don't know because Spectre is not related to anything. <laughs> it's true. It's true. And Skyfall though. I don't really remember the bad. I mean, I know who the bad was. It was um Javier Bardem, right? I'm pretty sure in Skyfall. Yeah. Yeah. Um I don't remember if he was connected with this movie that we just watched Casino Royale. I don't know. But anyway, that was kind of confusing um figuring out really what is what are we what what's the antagonist here? Um I didn't love the bond girl i didn't love how it was like all like everybody i mean i guess maybe they're setting up the idea that bond can't trust anyone because like so at three or four different times he like doesn't trust specific people. that's how i've felt in every single james bond movie i have the only people i've ever trusted in a bond movie is james bond and judy dench (laughs) yeah fair enough they're the only people i've ever been confident in later on q q has a trustworthy face Q, the yes. smart guy that just kind of works for them, MI6. Yeah, I guess so. But but uh, he's not. But he's not. He's not in this one. Yeah. Well, he's not either of those people. So true. Yeah. So, uh, how about the the acting performances? I mean, Daniel Craig's freaking great. I mean, come on. People were all worried and stuff, but like, let's be honest. James uh, Daniel Craig saved the James Bond franchise. Oh, for sure. He's the best eye actor. Of all time, mm. <laughs> like mm. he acts the way he acts with his eyes, like on in the poker game, like I don't know, and there's the the the, the stairs. Yeah, I think also like 
I think there's, I don't know, I'm not really in, like, the Bond fandom enough to know for sure, but I'm pretty sure there's, like, a strong debate whether if Daniel Craig or Sean Connery are the best James mm. Bond. We all know I it's see. not Pierce Brosnan. Yeah. And there were a couple of people in between, but none of them were the same. Yeah. And I feel like this is the Michael Jordan, LeBron James debate, to be honest. Sure. Michael Jordan was the first, the first goat, and then LeBron James is like, you know, a little carbon copy. Mm-hmm. I think, personally, I like Daniel Craig more, because I think a spy movie with better effects is better. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we're both not old, so we don't, right. we, we kind of waver towards movies that look better. Right. Um... I think Daniel Craig is phenomenal, especially with the fact that people were worried about it and he just comes out and does that. Like, mm. so stoic. Yeah. So stoic. And it's so good. So chill. So, I've never seen someone beat someone up so calmly. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know if I'd necessarily say that there was super memorable fight scenes. I remember the stairwell one really well. Yeah, stairwell one. I think some things I remember is like I was talking about like the the vulnerability of Bond not only the fact that that like vulnerability and like he is vulnerable like to being captured or being almost killed uh but also like that he I mean with the girl uh with the Bond girl I don't know it feels like a different kind of relationship than you'd expect out of James Bond when she's like crying in the shower and he sits down next to her Mm-hmm. Not my favorite Bond girl. No, she's really boring. Yeah. Like, not trying to be mean, but she's not that great. Agreed. This movie looks fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, It just... The settings, beautiful. Venice, the Bahamas, even though they don't show a lot of the Bahamas, they're really just in casinos. Um... When it looks like they're in Montenegro, but they're actually in Prague, gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Yeah, looks great. I've um, never seen a bon- I've never seen a Bond movie in a place that's not beautiful. I feel like that's required. I mean, that's true. That's true. Who did the cinematography for this? I, I wonder if it's Roger Deakins because he's like an absolute legend. Phil Mayhew. Who's Phil Mayhew? Well, let me find out. Looks like sounds like a very basic name. Well, it's spelled M-E with an apostrophe above it, H-E-U-X. So how basic could that be? He did, looks like Goldeneye in 1995, The Mask of Zorro 1998, um, Around the World in 80 Days, a Disney movie. <laughs> I mean, if you're looking for a resume builder, he did Beverly Hills Chihuahua 2008, nice. the cinematography in that. And then he backed it up with th- with four just absolute home runs, The Smurfs. Here comes okay. the boom with Kevin James, the Smurfs two, and the SpongeBob movie Sponge Out of Water. Now that's cinematography right there. Wow. No, I, I don't know what happened to him and how he got kind of looks like demoted uh, into some some bad stuff after that. But uh, I don't know, man. I mean, he did well with Casino Royale. He was got uh, some nominations for best cinematography, not in mm-hmm. the Oscars, but in some other so like BAFTA and stuff. Um, but anyway, that it just looks great. Choreography is great. Uh, it's fast paced for the in, except for the thirty minutes of poker. But even the thirty minutes of poker, you can kind of appreciate because it's really well. Like well you're kind of into it too. You yeah, know? You're like they do like, it so you I'm can follow it, it. 
Yeah, and like I'm watching it, so I was like, maybe I should start playing poker, you know? Yeah, it's actually cool. My roommates and I have like, we, we all kind of play a little bit of poker, and so we've been talking about it a little bit lately. And so it was cool to watch this movie in this kind of, I don't know, stretch where we've been talking about playing some poker with the guys. Um, and yeah, now you feel like you know everything. Yeah, right? for sure. They definitely, and I, I've heard even in some countries that don't play as much Texas Hold'em, they even added a lot more dialogue like explaining how to play so i appreciate how they try to make sure everybody knows what's going on during the poker Mm -hmm. game that's an important important thing um so anyway it's a cool movie but i wouldn't say i liked it as much as maybe i expected that i would Uh, i expected it would be potentially just like up there with skyfall and to Mm. me skyfall is just significantly better in my mind um and but i i will i'm gonna put it around the same area uh as as specter um oh really i i'm gonna go i'm gonna say on the hot rod scale of rating movies i'm gonna just give this a uh movie that you can scrape the joy out of the life is pain and we gotta scrape the joy out of it every chance we get um, so a two or a three. That's a three. Okay. It's a three out of five. I'd probably give it a three and a half, if I'm being real. But we don't have we don't have half the numbers in our hot red no. scale. So I'm gonna give it a three, which is that would Perry. If we did a three and a half, that would be you can scrape the beans out of it. <laughs> scrape the beans out of the cool joy. Um, I don't hate that actually. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, no, it's not bad. I, it just maybe maybe I had high expectations, higher expectations, and and maybe I haven't watched enough Bond. I I think it's probably a bad thing that I that my first ever Bond movie was Skyfall, because then I went and looked up like it was like Screen Rant or something that ranked all the Bond movies, and Skyfall was number one. I'm like, oh, it probably sucks that I watched that first, <laughs> you know? Because I just yeah, worked. I think that's I think that's why you don't like this as much. Mm-hmm. And have you seen a have you seen a uh, Pierce Brosnan one. I haven't seen Sean Connery or Pierce Brosnan. These are the three okay. Bond movies I've ever seen. It just wasn't something I grew up on, but I'm interested in watching a few more as we prep for a for an episode and bring on the good old Nathan DeMars, who has seen every single Bond movie and has lots of opinions. Oh, so many. He loves it. Yeah. But Perry, I really like Casino Royale. Yeah. Not gonna lie. Well, actually, you know what I hate the most. Uh, non-committal women. I was gonna say the Bond girl. Oh, Vesper. Oh, okay, sure. She's just she's a damsel in distress, mm. and she caves for her boyfriend. Mm-hmm. Fake. Just Fake. saying. Sure. Yeah, it's like this was I think during a time where it's like, I think we're gonna get out. Like I think we are out of that period of time. But like, I. I think you either want a girl that like you think is going to fall for bond or a girl that is clearly not going to fall for bond. Not a girl that claims to hate him, but then like the, I don't know. I just don't like the narrative of like, we just did it a lot during that time. Like during the early two thousands, just, there's just a lot of girls that hate the main character, but then come around to love him just because he's a, a, a stud Big, cake. Yeah. Whatever yeah. you want to call him. Yeah. <laughs> So she kind of ruins it for me. I just think she's lame. I'm yeah, just say she's, she's but, pretty plain. She's pretty plain. But sorry if you are listening, whatever your name is. Sorry if you are listening, um, Eva Green. Yeah, well, I'm not sorry. Um, 
But Perry, with that being said, I'm gonna drop a cool beans on mm. Casino Royale. Cool beans. Cool beans. Cool beans. Cool beans. Cool beans. A nice little cool beans. Because I love a good action movie. I mean, who doesn't? Mm-hmm. Um, I love Daniel Craig as James Bond, and I, I think I'm giving it like a little bit of a little bit of a bonus just because it did revive the Bond franchise. Okay. Fair enough, and I mean it did. That is a fact. It definitely yeah. revived but the like, Bond franchise. I was I was entertained. You know, I didn't have to scrape the joy out of it. I was entertained. So okay. I think uh, this is tough because we have so many good movies on our BMC running ranking. You know. Yeah. Um, and I don't have a lot of three out of fives or less. I think I'll, I think my top twelve are four out of fives. Have we done that many? Or this is our number sixteen BMC. Wow. wow. And I am in between putting it thirteen or fourteenth because that's where it's got to go if it's a three out of five. As long as it's above Hancock, man. Oh, it's above. Uh, this is tough. Raya I mean, and can... the Last Dragon. I'm gonna go ahead and put it above Raya and put it at thirteen. Not saying I don't like it, but just. Kind of, we've watched a lot of good movies, and so it's the yeah. top of the three out of fives. It's just above Raya and the Last Dragon, and that's above Hocus Pocus and Hancock, which is tough because I really like Raya and the Last Dragon, and it's, it's third to last. You kind of hated on it, Perry. When we, when oh, we I were did there. hate on it because it had the potential to be great, and it did not, and it was not. You great. hated on it because it had Aquafina in it. Yes, I will hate on movies that have Aquafina. Don't even get me started <laughs> on uh, Shang Chi and every everybody's favorite movie, Shang Chi. Literally, every human being seems to just love this movie, and I don't get it. It's pretty average. Did I put it in my? Have I put it in my Marvel rankings yet? I think people were really kind of pissed when I. You did, you did, because people like chewed you out on Facebook. I'm oh yeah, sure. people were pissed, but I stand by it. I did not like Shang Chi very much. I, I mean. It was fine. It's better than Captain Marvel, though. The action sequences Ooh. are very good. Very, very Perry, good. Have I told you yet? Have we Have we talked about Shang-Chi? I forget. No. Did we do a BMC on it? No, but we might have talked about it a little bit on, on the podcast, I think. Okay, well, though this is unrelated, here's my main beef. Okay. I don't care. I don't care that this is not a Shang-Chi episode. You know what? We're here now. Oh, okay, great. You get a little you bonus, I, a little bonus Shang-Chi action. You want to know what I could not stand? What? The fact that the moment Shang-Chi put the rings on, he was instantly able to wield them at a perfect capacity. Oh, yeah. There's like, there's some some like magical thing going on there probably, like in yeah. uh, like with the chi in um, Mulan, kind of equivalency. Yeah. Well, I hate that too. So Yeah. So here's here's the thing is as I I think Shang-Chi and Black Panther are similar kind of in vain. They're both origin stories like in, the, in like the first movie standalone movie in the franchise. They're both supposed to be culturally representative movies. Except Black um, Panther was good. And I think Black Panther is significantly better than Shang-Chi. So much better. And to me it's not close. No. But but everybody's gave Black Panther kind of more just like good but av- like uh, like good reviews like maybe seven to eight out of ten you know in that range and shang chi's at like 9.5 like i listened to a podcast where both hosts gave it a 100 out of 100 but well, they're obviously i have not, not listened sources. i turned it off and i've not listened to an episode of theirs since uh yeah. i'm not gonna plug them here even as though you know because i don't i don't respect their movie opinions anymore 
<laughs> but uh, but no, I I don't hate it. I really don't. I just don't understand how everybody thinks it's like the best Marvel movie of all time. I really don't. Yeah. I yeah, really don't. I don't know. It's uh, it's it's bottom tier, bottom bottom five, bottom six, something like that. I think I put it. Um, it is fun. It is action packed, but it's cheesy, yeah. and yeah. and dialogue stinks. And they they try to force comedy in there. And and I also know. I do have the feeling, Wes, and people might hate on me for this too. I have the feeling that that critics, especially maybe not as much audience, but critics especially, when a movie is trying to break a stigma and give more cultural repre- representation, you know? Which is great. Which it's is phenomenal. great. Highly support it. But I think it's automatically going to get a bump in criticism. Like it's automatically yeah. you're automatically you going to do better because you can people be don't want to hate excited. on it. Yeah. yeah. You can be super excited and support the decision, but you can't instantly make it a better quality movie. Yeah. Like let's let's rate movies for what they are. We can also say and praise that we, them. Right. We can praise them for their successes. Right. But, like I yeah. can praise Shang Chi for how it represented uh, a different culture than we're used to in Marvel. I love how it gave me a lot of like Japanese Ghibli vibes as well as the more Chinese cultural um, things that it represented. And yeah, definitely a new thing for Marvel. Support all of that. Uh, the movie itself, Man. not not as great. I'm glad you're you're with me on this, uh, so you're not yelling at me. Like a lot of people on the socials. I know, but that is the point of the show is for us to yell at each other. But yeah. here we are. Yeah, here we but are. But you, Perry, you know what else was cheesy? What? The typical James Bond con- cartoon intro. Uh, but you know what was different? I love that. Oh, great. Well, great. Perfect. <laughs> thought I'd wrap it. Thought I'd bring it back. Bring it on so back. Bring it on back yeah. because this was a BMC for Casino Royale and we rated it. Wes, where would you, uh, real quick, where do you think it would fall? You gave it a four out of five cool beans. Your cooled beans is your your four out of fives is they're pretty popular. Are you've got your top ten are all four out of fives are above out of fourteen because you didn't you were not around for the animal crackers one. Um, but let's see your treasure planet is your number six and then you have Black Widow at number seven, Soul at number eight, Ryan the Last Dragon at number nine, and Three Billboards Outside Ebbing, Missouri at number ten. Those are your four out of fives. Where do you think this might fall? Um, I would probably put it. At like eight above Raya and above, I guess that'd be nine, wouldn't it? Nine, yeah, above Raya, below below Soul. Yeah. Okay. Well, I don't know. Uh, uh. Because I think I'm more likely to watch a Bond movie over and over again than Soul. Than Soul, so below Black Widow, above Soul. Yeah, I'm okay okay with that. Casino. I'm okay with that. Royale in at your number eight position. Cool. Man, when was the last time we gave out a five out of five? Was, was it... my last one Phineas and Ferb? <laughs> well, didn't we do your name in like February of this year? Oh, was that after that? Yeah, You're right. So. You're right. You're right. Yep. And that's still my number one on my list. So we wow. need to watch some fantastic movies. Maybe we should. We're going to do it on Dune. Maybe that surpasses it. Uh, we're going to watch Dune. I think so. I think that was on our oh. schedule. Really? Let's see. Okay. Let me look. I didn't know I was going to have to pay money for that, but. Uh, you were not. You weren't gonna watch Dune by yourself. Yeah, I've got. I've got us on our next one. Our next BMC is Dune, and then after that, it's Encanto. Oh, guess I'm watching Dune. <laughs> yeah, dude, are you not excited for Dune? No, it is not. I do not think. I think it's gonna be a total flop. Oh, uh, okay. Well, I looks excited really. For it. it looks really bad to me. Well, Wes, I don't know if this changed your mind, but it's directed by the same guy who directed uh, Arrival. So, it did not change my mind. Okay. 
Timothy Chalamet's and Daya, Oscar Isaac, Jason Momoa. I mean, I'm all for anything Zendaya does because I think she's a queen without a crown. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay, now we're getting we're getting close to the we got to wrap this up because we're getting yeah, we close need to, go. to we the need, point we need to go. We where need to this go almost becomes a an actual episode. So yeah, we need, uh, we need to stop. Thanks for tuning in, and we will see you on the next BMC. We'll see you on the next episode whenever that is. Hopefully, we're doing a Bond movie or a Bond episode before too long with Nathan Mars. Yep. So yep, see you next time. Yeah.